On the next day, the boy was still lying in his bed, wide awake, his eyes just fixed on the ceiling fan going round and round. From the look of him, one would think that not too much was going on in that head of his. But that, of course, couldn't be further from the truth. For after the night he just had, he had much to ponder, much to contemplate, much to worry himself about. For yes, the thoughts of how severe the punishment he would receive rushed through his head here and there, but only here and there. For what haunted him was the fact that his mom had still not spoken a word to him. The boy was only left with that gaze, which stubbornly stayed tattooed on the boy's mind. Then all of a sudden, his fixation was interrupted by a knock at the door. And after a brief moment, the boy's dad strolled in. With a surprising pep in his step, and an upbeat posture which caught the boy completely off guard. His dad started to the window, ripped open the blinds, and said, Get dressed. The boy was very confused and asked, What for? Quickly, his dad responded, We're going fishing. The boy, even further puzzled, continued to question, But what about last night? I thought I was. You were, his dad interrupted, and technically, still are. But have you seen what kind of day it is outside? I mean, just look. I think it would be a crime to waste a November day like this one. The boy cautiously started to come around, but still needed a few more inquiries satisfied. What about mom? Did you? Boy, his dad interrupted again. Do you really think I would be in here right now had I not worked it all out first? The boy's heart started to quicken, and he allowed his mind to go to the place where he can imagine what great fun could be had and then he excitedly opened up his closet and started to get dressed. After he got dressed and ready for the day, he walked downstairs and became frozen when he met his mama in the hallway. They awkwardly stood opposite one another, almost as if their feet had been stuck in cement and just stared each other down. The boy, helplessly looking like a puppy with his tail between his legs, and his mama, with a stoic deadpan that would have left even the best poker player in the world scratching their head. And then his mama broke the statue standoff and inched herself closer and closer to the boy until she almost could have touched her nose with his. And she gave a big smile and wrapped her arms around her boy and then squeezed ever so tightly. Then she pulled away and fixed her eyes right with her boys. Have fun with your dad today. The boy smiled right back at his mama and without much hesitation, went on his way. And so it happened. The boy grew to the age of receiving the graciousness of a loving mother and father. You see, as I believe I've mentioned before, his mama ain't no dummy. And she knew her boy. She could easily tell the difference between that sorry look of self-preservation and that keen look of true remorse which only comes from a heart that had been pierced through. And as I'm sure that many moms would tend to agree, once that look has reared its head, it's hard to stay mad for too long. You can see that they are feeling the full weight of not only what they did, but what they are capable of doing. In a strange way, when you know for certain that they know for certain, you can't help yourself from wanting to step in and apply something to get things on the mend. And because of the fortunate weather conditions, today's aloe vera would come in the form of calm waters grimy bait, and perhaps a fish or two caught along the way. So the boy headed out the front door and was pleasantly surprised to find parked in his driveway a large piece of mobile machinery 
which was attached to another large piece of mobile machinery, and in between, a man of rather larger proportions standing by to greet him. Now the two large machines were cool and all, but what got the boy really excited was the sight of the man who was their skipper. For although to this point, the adventures with his funny uncle with the boat had been few, the ones that they did have had been significant enough to create memories which would last a lifetime. So off they went, the boy and his dad and his funny uncle with the boat to soak in the gift of an unexpected gorgeous day on the water. Quite often, a day of fishing is judged by the quantity and quality of the fish that are caught. Most wouldn't argue with this method of assessment, but I would contend that it fails to capture the essence of what makes the act of fishing so special. Being present with the ones that you are with, the conversation that is had, the act of being in the moment, the pure enjoyment of passing time without ever thinking of time passing. For my money, there isn't a much better remedy for the uncontented soul. Now as the day approached its end, and the boy sat in the back seat of his uncle's truck, watching the sun rapidly in the descent and headed down for the night, he thought about how he felt at the dawn of this day, how drastically different the day turned out to be from what he expected, from what he really deserved. And although at this time, the boy would lack the perspective to recognize how it wasn't just this day, but how from the beginning, it could have turned out totally different for him. How had it not been for certain people in his life, it might not have gone this way at all. And the boy was rushed with a remarkable, and I do mean remarkable, feeling. The feeling of gratitude. Sheer and utter gratitude. The kind that is felt so deeply on the inside, where it can't help but physically manifest itself on the outside. And as the boy with tears running down his cheeks, looked at his uncle driving, and his dad riding shotgun next to him. He couldn't help but think about how fortunate he was. And he oddly started focusing on his breathing. He just focused on his lungs taking the air in with each breath. And he just soaked in that moment. And soaked in the feeling of what a true gift this life was. Now the boy would need a few more years in the rearview mirror before he could ever fully comprehend just what a gift it really is. But I'm sure that you don't ever really fully grasp it until you are one step away from your journey's end. And even then, I'm not sure you ever really do. I don't know if you've ever experienced what I'm trying to describe. I imagine that all of us have, to a certain degree, at one time or another. But it's truly serene. And such a stock reminder of how we are meant to experience life. Life should always be, and is, a perpetual novelty. As the boy thought about all this, he settled his head back against the headrest. And then a big smile came across his face as he thought about one of the jokes told by his uncle that day. I would share one or two with you, but I'm reminded of the fact that the boy, at this point in the story, had become a bit older and some might find it being in poor taste if I did so. But trust me when I say that the boy's funny uncle with the boat was indeed funny. The kind of funny where he didn't even need to tell you a joke to make you laugh. Just about everything he did or said would make you crack up. And this was just one of the many qualities which the boy so appreciated about his uncle. 
and at this time, the boy had absolutely no idea just how much he would need his funny uncle with a boat when the man riding shotgun next to him would so unexpectedly not be around anymore. But that, well, that is a story for another day.